Introduction of Hans Brinker or the Silver Skates. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Hans Brinker or the Silver Skates by Mary Mapes Dodge. Dedication to my father, James J. Mapes, this book is dedicated in gratitude and love. Preface This little work aims to combine the instructive features of a book of travels with the interest of a domestic tale. Throughout its pages the descriptions of Dutch localities, customs, and general characteristics have been given with scrupulous care. Many of its incidents are drawn from life and the story of Raff Brinker is founded strictly upon fact. While acknowledging my obligations to many well-known writers on Dutch history, literature, and art, I turn with especial gratitude to those kind Holland friends who, with generous zeal, have taken many a backward glance at their country for my sake, seeing it as it looked twenty years ago, when the Brinker home stood unnoticed in sunlight and shadow. Should this simple narrative serve to give my young readers a just idea of Holland and its resources, or present true pictures of its inhabitants and their everyday life, or free them from certain current prejudices concerning that noble and enterprising people, the leading desire in writing it will have been satisfied. Should it cause even one heart to feel a deeper trust in God's goodness and love, or aid any in weaving a life wherein through knots and entanglements, the golden thread shall never be tarnished or broken. The prayer with which it was begun and ended will have been answered. Signed, M.M.D. A Letter from Holland Amsterdam, July 30, 1873 Dear boys and girls at home, if you all could be here with me today, what fine times we might have walking through this beautiful Dutch city! How we should stare at the crooked houses, standing with their gable ends to the street, at the little slanting mirrors fastened outside of the windows, at the wooden shoes and dog-carts nearby, the windmills in the distance, at the great warehouses, at the canals, doing the double duty of streets and rivers and at the singular mingling of trees and masts to be seen in every direction. Ah, it would be pleasant indeed. But here I sit in a great hotel looking out upon all these things, knowing quite well that not even the spirit of the Dutch, which seems able to accomplish anything, can bring you at this moment across the ocean. There is one comfort, however, in going through these wonderful Holland towns without you, it would be dreadful to have any of the party tumble into the canals, and then these lumbering Dutch wagons, with their heavy wheels, so very far apart. What should I do if a few dozen of you were to fall under them? And perhaps one of the wildest of my boys might harm a stork, and then all Holland would be against us. No, it is better as it is. You will be coming, one by one, as years go on to see the whole thing for yourselves. Holland is as wonderful today as it was when, more than twenty years ago, Hans and Gretel skated on the frozen Wye, 
in fact more wonderful for every day increases the marvel of its not being washed away by the sea its cities have grown and some of its peculiarities have been washed away by contact with other nations but it is holland still and always will be full of oddity courage and industry the pluckiest little country on earth i shall not tell you in this letter of its customs its cities its palaces churches picture galleries and museums for these are described in the story except to say that they are here still just the same in this good year eighteen seventy three for i have seen them nearly all within a week today an american boy and i seeing some children enter an old house in the business part of amsterdam followed them in and what do you think we found an old woman here in the middle of summer selling hot water and fire she makes her living by it all day long she sits tending her great fires of peat and keeping the shining copper tanks above them filled with water the children who come and go carry away in a curious stone pail their kettle of boiling water and their blocks of burning peat for these they give her a dutch scent which is worth less than half of one of ours in this way persons who cannot afford to keep a fire burning in hot weather may yet have their cup of tea or coffee and bit of boiled fish and potato after leaving the old firewoman who nodded a pleasant good-bye to us and willingly put our stiefers in her great outside pocket we drove through the streets enjoying the singular sights of a public washing day yes in certain quarters of the city away from the canals the streets were lively with washerwomen hard at work hundreds of them in clumsy wooden shoes with their tucked-up skirts bare arms and close-fitting caps were bending over tall wooden tubs that reached as high as their waists gossiping and rubbing rubbing and gossiping with perfect unconcern in the public thoroughfare and all washing with cold water instead of using hot as we do what a grand thing it would be for our old firewoman if boiling water was suddenly to become the fashion on these public washing days and now good-bye oh i must tell you one more thing we found to-day in an amsterdam bookstore this story of hans brinker told in dutch it is a queer-looking volume beautifully printed and with colored pictures but filled with such astounding words that it really made me feel sorry for the little hollanders who are to read them good-bye again in the touching words of our dutch translator with whom i'm sure you'll heartily agree talk ben ik er mijn lang genoten dank perfoor die mijn arbeid steeds zo verwillend uitvangen en vergenegenheid ik voortdurend hoop te verdienen yours affectionately the author and a file one